0: now here's brian barnhart
1: and good morning everybody welcome to a tuesday morning here on news talk 1400 dws great to have you with us on a penny for your thoughts just one hour for me today and then we will have uh, paul rudy and the folks from on the money coming up in the second hour today at 10 o'clock. So if you have some thoughts on some of the issues and topics of the day, whether it's sports or politics or news, local news, something on your mind that you want to mention, you can certainly feel free to do that in this first hour. It's an open line here until 10 o'clock. CBS News after that, and then Paul and on the money at 10 o'clock. Well, the uh, Senate begins its search, uh, uncertain search it says, for an immigration deal. A lot of talk about that. The uh, senators yesterday kicking off an open-ended immigration debate that promises, it says, to test their rusty skills at bipartisan legislating with no guarantee of success. That uh, out in Washington, D.C., the president out with an infrastructure plan. Some folks say it relies on state and local funding, maybe too much. We'll see. And there's a lot of rural area infrastructure, some of the big cities saying it's Not enough for them, just reading some of the back and forth on that. Also here locally, a champagne man. will have to wait more than a year from now for his trial to begin, the kidnapping and killing of University of Illinois visiting scholar Yingying Zhang. That's in the Brent Christensen trial. We'll talk about that as we work our way through the morning as well today. Those are just some of the things on the table. If you have something else you want to bring up, feel free to do that. We're at 907 here on a penny for your thoughts, you can reach us on the phone lines three five six nine three nine seven, on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line three five one five three five seven. You can email us as always at talk at wdws dot com. Let's go right to the phones here at first. Bob, good morning, Bob. How are you?
2: I'm fine. How are you? Good. Welcome. Okay, I, my question is this: You might have to have somebody on the program to answer this. for I. Uh, come up with. Okay, there's been a couple things they showed on TV on Channel 3 that boo-hoo that a man with kids and another man with another kid might get deported because he's not a citizen of the United States because he was brought over here when he was just a child. Okay, my question is here, these people are in the 30s, if not 40s, have kids, or late 20s, and they have kids. Uh, my my thing is, why haven't they asked since they were brought over here as a as a child? Why haven't by now they asked to have citizenship, in other words, get to go through the right courts or the paperwork to get the citizenship? Why are they now crying out after they're here with their wives and having four or five kids? What's the reason for them not to go ahead and get their citizenship after they came of age two to get a citizenship?
1: Well, that's, yeah, why have they waited so long is what you're asking. If they were brought here yeah. as kids, why have they not taken care of it? Yeah, I don't know if it's because uh-huh. they were afraid to sign up, if they just didn't do it if they assume something to be worked out in their favor over time, I don't okay, know. Okay,
2: I, I have another question to that because okay. I heard, somebody had told me, I don't want to make a rumor, I want to be able to check out, and I want you to get contact with Channel 3 and find out this. I've been told that if they don't become a citizen, that they get more government help. And yeah. I don't know if it's true or not. I like for somebody to look into that and have somebody on your program to talk about the situation. Can you do that?
1: Yeah I can work on uh, having somebody talk about that we uh, it remains a hot topic so I'm sure we'll have somebody on at some point here as we well, work our way through I d- it so. I
2: just want to bring it because uh, I just want to find out if this person knows what they're talking about the thing like that if well if they don't become a citizen they get more more extra help. From the government with the link card and and everything and everything else, so yeah, it's, it's probably an,
1: and I'm guessing what you're comparing it to is if someone you know it it's uh better for them financially not to work in other words it, yeah, if,
2: or their or, 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 ta- or gets, they get a tax break or mm-hmm. you know i I just want to find this out, and I would like to leave my phone number go to. Uh, I know you people are busy, but I want to make sure you have somebody, because I don't always catch your program. I want to be able to listen to your program when you have somebody to explain all of this.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I'm trying to think. If you want, you can call Ed back, call the number you called, and just give it to Ed for me if you can. Will that work?
2: Okay. Okay. Just just ask for Ed?
1: Yep. Yep, He'll answer the phone.
2: Okay. Okay. Thank you.
1: All right. Very good. Thank you Bob. All right, back to uh, the phones. Janice, good morning Janice.
3: Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I'm sure. I I'd love to share with you um, an opportunity for people. Um, It's a free event at the Champaign Library this evening, and it's called the Rental Properties Investors Forum. We meet monthly, and it happens to be tonight at 5.30. Um, We bring in guest speakers once a month. This is uh, The purpose of this group is to network and help each other improve our businesses um, regarding rental properties. Um, So it's landlords that want to be better landlords, uh, do It Smarter. Uh, today's guest speaker is attorney Alan Singleton, and his specialty is on business entities and their protection and financing a business. So if anyone is interested, we'd love to have them. Uh, may I give an email address sure. for them to contact? Sure. Great. It would be Janice at J-A-N-I-C-E at com. That's clients with an S A R E golden.com and we do appreciate the ability to share this with people because you know the more people that we have to help each other uh, and network the better it is.
1: Okay. So that's uh, tonight you. you said at the library, right?
3: At the Champaign library. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's at, in room C on the first right. floor.
1: And what time again? 5:30 p.m.
3: 530. That's when people start to meet and then our guest speaker starts at 5:50. Okay. Great. Very Thank good. You so much.
1: Thank you Janice. We will, we will take our opening break. And we'll come back with more, more on the Brent Christensen uh, trial. It's been moved another year out. Talk about that next. All right, welcome back, Penny, for your thoughts on a Tuesday. Just an hour for me today. Busey, uh, excuse me, the uh, folks at Paul Rudy. We've got uh, on the money. Busey Money Talks later in the week, but we will um, have uh, on the money for you coming up at ten o'clock. Give us a call three five six nine three nine seven. Text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515-357, and email us, talk at WDWS.com. Hey, you can buy a mattress a lot of places, but if you want to take a step up in quality and style when it comes to getting the sleep you need, uh, I invite you to try out the Snooze Luxury Mattress Shop. South Neal is where they're located there, right next to Scotty's Brewhouse. Your mattress specialist there, and they've got several, Christy Powell, Michael Klaus, Johnny Namoff, and Big Mike. But Christy is the one. Uh when you go in there, she knows everything about mattresses and what you're going to need. Spectacular and attractive showroom, you'll notice right away. And uh, when you go in there, you go, well, I don't know what kind of bed to get. I mean, I know it's king or queen or whatever size it is, but how do you sleep? Do you sleep on your back, on your side, um, left side, right side? How do you sleep? Well, they have the machine they call the Reveal. You go there, you lay on it and it shows you graphically where your pressure points are. So then they can say, okay, you need this kind of bed based on your size and weight and how you sleep. And so then they'll let you try out the different beds that it says that you should try out. And they'll let you lay there for several minutes. You don't have to, like, get up and down real quick. Uh, Just lay there. They'll bring you pillows to try to match up the right pillow. And speaking of that, they've got amazing pillows. Um, They've got what's called the Z-Gel Carbon Pillows. They've got plush, high-loft, mid-loft, lavender-scented, peppermint-scented. This is uh, really one-of-a-kind type pillows. It's an industry-changing pillow. They, of course, have great sheets. Uh, Look at all the um, items they have there in sheets from cotton blend and tinsel to French linen that will wrap you in comfort and luxury. I'm telling you, this is unlike any store you're going to find anywhere here in Champaign-Urbana or in central Illinois or around the state, for that matter. So check them out. They're at 2007A South Neal Street. In Champagne, Snooze Luxury Mattress Shop, right next to Scotty's Brew House, And ask for Christy, Big Mike, Johnny, or Michael, your luxury mattress experts at Snooze. One of our new sponsors here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Michael Kaiser joins me here for a couple of minutes. He was in the courtroom yesterday, federal courtroom, for the Brent Christensen uh, trial issue. And apparently that trial has been delayed now, right?
4: <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, expected, uh, especially when they filed the the notice of intent to seek the death penalty. The Prosecutors did that last month, which had to come from uh, U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Of course, mm-hmm. they uh, local assistant U.S. prosecutors could not make that decision on their own because there is there's no death penalty in the state of Illinois to begin with. But this is a federal case, and uh, Jeff Sessions had to sign off on that, which he did. Uh, so they're going to seek the death penalty, which then changes the dynamics of this case uh, quite a bit in terms of preparing not only get prepared for a trial, but you get prepared for, you know, a sentencing as well if he is convicted. Uh so that it, when that happened, it, it was pretty clear it was going to be delayed. And so then the both sides uh filed a motion saying we'd like to have this delayed. They both agreed to it. Mm-hmm. and then uh Judge Bruce yesterday said it for April second of twenty nineteen. So just under fourteen months uh from now.
1: A year plus. And I guess uh, the defense had asked for June of nineteen 19- Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the other side October too far out, so he kind of split the difference there. I guess, yeah, right? pretty
4: much. Uh, the J- June of next year was too far out. Uh, Judge uh, Federal Judge Colin Bruce thought that was a little bit too far out, uh, but he said October was far too soon uh, of this year. Of this year, okay. Yeah, I see. Yeah, it was October of this year, so he thought that was far too soon. Uh, so the defense really kind of got what they wanted. April is only April of nineteen is only a couple months sooner than what the defense wanted. Uh, so more it leaned to more more what the defense wanted in terms of the start of this trial.
1: All right, and the uh, the judge there, Judge Bruce, also denied thirteen motions.
4: Yeah, and that was uh, he said in court yesterday. He just kind of wanted to have a cl- a clean slate since this trial has now been kind of reset here with the death penalty and moving the trial because it was supposed to start two weeks from today. And so now that they're moving the trial way out to April of next year. He said in court, "Let's just get a clean slate. Let's get rid of all." He didn't get rid of all the motions, but he got rid of a big chunk of them. And he said, "If you want to refile these, you can, you know, if you need them. But let's just, you know, clear all these out, and then you could redo them, you know, rework them in any way because now the case has kind of changed a little bit." Michael
1: Kaiser was in court yesterday. The Brent Christensen uh, trial again moved until April second of twenty nineteen, and also, I guess, what the defense filed a motion to remove the judge from the case.
4: Yeah, that they did that uh, within the last uh, week or so and that was not addressed in court yesterday. It did not come up from either side or from Judge Bruce at all. I think that will be addressed uh, not too distant future because Thursday is the deadline for the prosecution to respond to that motion. Uh, The reasons, the exact reasons by the defense for that remain sealed. That's not been uh, made a public record yet, Uh, so that has not been made public. We don't know what the the exact reasons are, but they did, did say that they didn't feel Judge Bruce could be fair to both sides. We'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, ben Ziegnerman uh, from the News Gazette was in there with me yesterday as well, and uh, we both kind of thought maybe they might say something about it, uh, but but it, it did not come up yesterday. Okay, all right, Michael, thank you. You're welcome, sir. For the update, see you soon, Michael yep. Kaiser from our uh,
1: newsroom, News Gazette Media, covering the trial uh, move update there to April second of 2019 by the federal judge Colin Bruce. All right, three five six nine three nine seven is how you can uh, join us on the phones. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line 3515357 and email us, talk at com. Just an hour today with you until 10 o'clock, then CBS News, and then we will have On the Money after the news at 10. Back to the phones. Alan is up with us. Hi, Alan. Good morning.
5: Morning, Brian. Uh, he had a text or an emailer say yesterday that when he went to the ballgame wearing headphones that, there was a delay in the basketball. Uh, I wear them, too, and I don't notice it a whole lot, so much so in basketball. But boy, in football, there's definitely a seven-second delay at least in the football games. Hmm. And uh, I was wondering why that is. Whether, why would State Farm Center be different than the stadium when it comes to your broadcast?
1: You know, I don't know. Um, hmm. So when you're in the stadium for football, there is a slight delay.
5: Oh, that's, yeah, at least seven seconds, because so, a lot of times it'd be a play, and then everybody just calmed down, and you guys are just now starting to run the play.
1: Huh. Okay. So,
5: yeah, that was a good seven seconds, but, at least.
1: But not so much at the basketball game. No,
5: not huh. basketball. I don't notice it that much. Hmm. Otherwise, if it was, I probably wouldn't even wear them.
1: Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I'll have to ask uh, Ed about that again. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd
5: love to listen, listen to you guys at home, but you guys are had of TV, and by the time you say what's going on, TV's six seconds later, I kind of don't like that. So that's why I kind of don't listen to you guys uh, on radio radio or on at home like I would like to.
1: Yeah. No, I understand. I, I, I Believe me, I hear that more from anybody uh, on that topic than anything else.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah right, one more question, Brian. Yeah. I know you're kind of limited on what you can say about this. What do you think this basketball team needs? Uh, what kind of – I, th- I think we need forwards and big guys, big time. I'm- I think we've got enough guards, especially with Iowa. Mm-hmm. But we're we're too small. I mean, everybody's lobbing on us like we're a high school team. And uh, we've got to get people to stop that. Otherwise, we- we're not going anywhere. I mean, if we stay same next year, we're going to have more of the same next year.
1: Yeah, I think they, um, they need some big – I agree with you. I think the guards we've got, the wings are pretty good. I think we're going to be in good shape there. But I- we do need – some mobile athletic big men, yes, you know, and more of absolutely. them. And so I think that's where we're kind of – right now, I mean, LaRon can do several things well, uh, but, you know, and then Coach talked about this right. last night on the radio show. You've got to work, you know, a couple of different ways to get him open and get the ball to him. Uh, when he gets it, he's very good at what he does. Um, but, you know, he needs some more bigger, faster athletic guys, I think, for both offense and defense, you know, to play A – to be better overall, but B, also play the way Brad Underwood wants to play. Right. So,
6: Well, I've been
5: harping on this for about four years, and it finally came home to catch us this year after Maverick Morgan and uh, Thorne and those guys all left. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had nothing left. Yeah. We're just a high school sized team.
1: Well, we've got to get some rim protectors. I mean, we've seen that. Oh, yeah. So Okay, i well, let us go. Thank you, Alan. Yep, good to hear from you. From Benny, more on the radio delay, he says, Good morning, I was at the Illini-Penn State game Sunday. I take my Walkman so I can listen to you and Dion or Doug. I have not noticed a five-second delay when I'm at the game that only happens when I'm at home watching the game with my roommates. I listen to the radio and they watch the TV broadcast. Also a text from Benny, Have you ever watched the Pac-12 basketball games on Thursday night? I can take Dick Vitale, but Bill Walton is the worst. <laughs> Yeah, Bill is, uh, for just from a professional broadcasting standpoint, I'm not sure why he's there. Bill is talking about everything except, I mean, he's not even talking about basketball. He's talking about everything else. I mean, Dick Vitale at least talks basketball. It may not be about the game that's in front of him, but he at least talks about basketball. Uh, Walton, I'm not sure what he's doing. I agree with you on that. All right, and a text from Jack, he says, Dick Durbin can't help himself, continues being dishonest. Today on your radio station morning show, he stated there is a debate going on about whether immigration is important to this country. No, Dick, he says, the debate is about illegal immigration and border security, not the importance of immigrants. Chloe Kim's father came here legally, and nobody has a problem with that. That text from Jack. Speaking of Dick Durbin, he was talking this morning with Dave and Elizabeth about The Senate, uh, and Mitch McConnell said late last week, he said, hey, there's going to be several proposals. We're going to open up the Senate floor. We're going to debate all the different proposals from the President's idea to the Democrats' idea to everybody in between, and whoever gets to 60 votes, uh, filibuster-proof, wins. And uh, Dick Durbin talked about that, actually, this morning. This is a big week, uh, and I want to salute the Republican Senate leader, Mitch McConnell. I mean, and
2: hats off to him. He said, let the Senate be the Senate. Let's have a real debate. Uh, let's bring this to the floor, let's let both sides present their best proposals and try to come up with a solution. Boy, that gets back to the Senate I was elected to a long time Hmm. ago. We haven't played by those rules in a long time. And I thank Senator McConnell for doing it. And there's a good-faith effort underway. There's more conversation between Democrats and Republicans this week and leading up to this week than I've ever seen. Uh, And that's the way it ought to be, isn't it? I mean, most of the people who sent us here don't care uh, which party gets the credit as long as the problem is solved, and we've got a
1: chance to do it. And Congress has until March the 5th to pass a fix for the Obama-era Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, program, which allows immigrants brought into the country illegally as children to work and to go to school. Uh, If they fail to get a deal, roughly 700,000 immigrants will eventually be at risk of being deported. Uh, as a result. And uh, also, the White House Chief of Staff, John Kelly, had said last week, he says the difference between 690,000 and 1.8 million were the people that some would say were too afraid to sign up. Others would say they were too lazy and did not sign up. Send some of that from the Washington Post last week. So anyway, that's what's happening in Washington, D.C., 928 We'll take a break. We'll come back with more. Penny, for your thoughts, what's on your mind today? Half hour to go after this for me, and then it'll be on the money after the news at 10. We'll come back with more in just a moment. Hey, if you're looking for a great meal, the Beef House is the place to go. And I've got to check the itinerary. We haven't, I haven't received it yet, but I know we're leaving today on the bus going to Indiana to play the Hoosiers. But I don't know if we're stopping at the Beef House. But if we were, <laughs> that would be a great place to stop. Hint, hint. For those who set that up, but uh, there's lots to uh, get at the Beef House. Take advantage of uh, the great uh, variety of menu items, giant sizzling steaks, great-tasting chicken. Had the chicken the last time. If you like pan-fried chicken, it's kind of a throwback. If you like that, it's there. Maybe pasta or seafood more up your alley. Those are available at the Beef House. So the steaks are what they're known for. When you walk in, you see the cuts of meat, but they've got a lot of other things, too. It's not just steaks. You can take advantage of a fantastic buffet. Maybe you're thinking, well, I can't really go over there in the evening. That may be too late for me, or i got other activities, games, and so forth. But uh, they got a lunch buffet, so you can uh, check that out as well. Great entrees, salad, dessert, to top it off, all, all off. And, of course, the Beef House Rolls, which come to your table warm and ready to eat right away before you even start uh, eating your meal. So take advantage of that. Speaking of the famous Beef House Rolls, check out during the year they have uh, dinner theater shows right there adjacent to the main beefhouse House building, including the Christmas show at the end of the year. beefhouserolls.com for ticket prices and information. Hope you take advantage of the opportunity whenever it arises, whether you're traveling with a sports team or not. The Beef House in Covington, Indiana, just off I-74, four miles inside the India- Indiana State Line in Covington, Indiana. 931, Michael Kaiser is here. He has news headlines for us. More Penny for your thoughts. Open line until 10.00. And on the money after the news at 10 on DWS. Windows and Doors with locations in Champaign and Springfield, where you'll find top brands and expert advice at the right price. And learn more
4: at bvbwindows.com.
0: A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397, email talk at wdws.com or text on the castle heating and cooling text line 217-351-5357 welcome
1: back Any for your thoughts on a tuesday day before valentine's it is the 13th day of february you can call us on the phones here reach us that way Three five six nine three nine seven. you can email us, talk at WDWS.com, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, always open, three five one five three five seven. What's happened on this day? I found this interesting. February the 13th, 1633, the Austral- uh, Italian astronomer Galileo arrived in Rome for trial before the Inquisition. Accused of defending the theory that the earth revolved around the sun instead of the other way around. <laughs> Galileo was found uh, suspect, uh, vehemently suspect of heresy, ended up being sentenced to a form of house arrest. So there you go. That was on this day in 1633. This day in 1861, a couple hundred years later plus, Abraham Lincoln officially declared the winner of the 1860 presidential election. Electors uh, cast their ballots. president used to get sworn in in March. Of course, now they do it in January. Uh, This day in 1935, a jury in New Jersey found uh, Bruno Richard Hauptman guilty of first-degree murder and the kidnapped slaying of Charles A. Lindbergh, Jr., 20-month-old son of Charles and Ann Lindbergh. It was interesting, uh, Norman Schwarzkopf, great general from the um, war there, the Gulf War in the early 1990s, uh, his dad was involved in trying to track down the kidnapper in that case, so kind of interesting tie into history there. And this day in 1988, 15th Winter Olympics opened up in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Of course, the Olympics ongoing over in Korea. Weird to think that we've got some Olympic medal winners now who were born in this century. A couple of seventeen year olds have won gold medal, Chloe Kim, the most recent. This text in says Bill Walton took his tie-dye shirt off on national TV and put on the Dick Enberg shirt on. He said that's unprofessional. ESPN should have fired Bill Walton. So not many uh, Bill Walton fans out there. Also, this email in from Greg, he says, Good morning, Dick Durbin should come on here sometime and take some real questions. Folks may not know that Durbin will never do a live call-in. The weekly visit he has on the morning show, he says, as a scripted joke, the questions are submitted a week or more in advance, so Durbin will have plenty of time to do his research as not to appear as uninformed as he is. I defy anyone in the morning show to tell me I'm wrong. Jim Turpin tried many times to get Durbin on, and he refused. We can always ask, I guess, and see if uh, the senator would be willing to do it. Jim tried, I know. He did try several times and was unable to get him on, but uh, we'll see. That was on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line and the email address. Again, talk at WDWS.com. Happy birthday today to Chuck Yeager, first person to break the sound barrier. He's 95 now, is Chuck Yeager. And it was two years ago today that Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia died. So he has passed away uh, two years ago now. Of course, sat on the nation's highest court for three decades. Neil Gorsuch named as uh, his replacement. He was 79 years old. And this is the day in 1976. You may remember this: that American figure skater Dorothy Hamill won the Olympic gold at the Winter Games in Innsbruck, Austria. Dorothy Hamill. On this day in 1976. All right, let's go back to the phones here. We are at 9:42. Again, a short day for me today, just an hour. Let's go to Tony. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Brian.
7: Uh, to answer that question about the color about uh, becoming a U.S. citizen, yeah, at first you got to come to this country legally. Second, you got to have a full visa, and third, you got to spend five years in this country before you can apply to be citizenship. Mm-hmm. So, so we- you can be legally, you cannot become a citizen.
1: Okay, so you think a lot of people that were brought here as kids did they not? just go through that process or, or what what do you think happened
7: well it's, well i don't know what is going to happen but uh they, they can apply for citizenship because they can be legally mm-hmm. it was not their fault but they be illegally
1: yeah and that's kind of the dilemma it's in i guess and it's going on so long i guess that a lot of the kids that came with their parents their parents brought them um yeah. now they're adults right they're adults yeah,
7: And uh, I think something needs to be done. I think it should be, become legal. Yeah. It, was, it was another fault. It was another choice
1: Yeah, go to, well, to this country. Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the dilemma. That's what all the back and forth is about, I guess, in Washington, is what to do about that. Um, yeah, you know, it's I, dilemma. You know, because there's, I mean, there's the, you got one end way into the argument is, you know, just deport everybody. You've got the other end, which is let everybody in. And somewhere in the middle is... And they've come close before on I mean they I think under President Bush they tried what ten years ago and um, came close but didn't get it done. Yep. So right. anything else? Nothing else. All right. Hey Tony, thank you. Good luck. Yep. Bye. Good good to hear from you. Three five six nine three nine seven is where Tony was on the phones. You can join us at nine forty four here on a penny for your thoughts. We'll come back with more for you after this timeout. Here on DWS on a Tuesday. 50. And tonight they'll be wearing the pink uniforms, the pink shoes. I saw the pink shoes the other day as they play for K, raising awareness of the fight against cancer. Fans to the game tonight will receive free pink T-shirts. So that's going over at the State Farm Center tonight at 7, Illinois, Ohio State. I'll be getting on a bus later today. We'll head to Indiana. We'll broadcast this show tomorrow morning from Bloomington, Indiana the home of the Hoosiers, and we'll have an open line. We'll talk some Valentine's Day things, of course. It is Valentine's Day. Hint, hint, guys, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Make sure you remember that. And then, of course, um, we'll have Jim Dye on in the second hour as he'll be in studio here, and I'll be in Bloomington, Indiana. 356-9397 is the phone number. Text line is 3515-357. And the email at talk at wdws com. Let's go back to the phones here at nine forty seven, twenty seven degrees with sunshine. Here's Annawal.
6: Yes, I am very impressed with after having read the news Gazette today about uh, the interaction which is going on between two female ministers of two of one of a white church, one of a black church coming together facilitating positive activity against the crimes we're having in America. And I want to commend Reverend Havis, I think that's her name, who's the Afro-American minister of the Black Siamine Methodist Church.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: And the other lady, the Reverend Florence Caplow, who's the minister of the Unitarian Universalist Church. The first person I mentioned is Afro-American, the second one is white. Hmm. And for them to come together, I think they're presenting a pattern and a design of how people can come together, regardless of their differences, to deal with common problems. And I hope all all the audience We'll get a copy of today's News Gazette and read the article
1: yep, I think it's a good one, and it's uh always good to uh have that dialogue and uh then of course, you want to build on the dialogue with with some positive action, so absolutely
6: have
1: to, yeah, so that's always I the big, hope the the big politicians
6: step. the yep and, and you're doing an excellent job. I'm so proud of you, I don't know what to do
1: <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Anna wall. I got, I got an A for the day, so thank you.
6: Oh, thank you. Yeah.
1: I appreciate it from a former educator there. 356-9397 is how you can join us. Text says if they came here legally with their parents as kids, why didn't they apply for after five years for their citizenship? I think what I probably need to do at some point is get somebody on who is uh, – because I don't always know the process of becoming a citizen of the country. I mean, the, the whole – what's involved. I've always heard it's very, very difficult if you come here legally and you, and you have to go through process and it can take a while. And I know there's um, obviously the illegal immigration, which is a, which is a different deal, uh, which has been the contentious issue at hand. And um, I, I think just think I, need to, I need to learn more myself. I think we probably all do about what it takes to become a citizen and how difficult it is. If you're born and raised here, you don't really give it much of a thought. So anyway, that might uh, be a good idea for down the road. We're at 9.50 here on A Penny for Your Thoughts, headed for a high of 38 today, which is closer to the normal for this time of year. Hey, the Facer Law Office invites you to attend their free seminar, The Seven Secrets You Need to Know to Protect Your Home, Your Assets, and Your Family from the Cost of Long-Term Care. Learn about the law that completely changes the rules and much more this uh, Wednesday, tomorrow at 1.30 at the I Hotel. Thanks, buddy. 1111 Call the Facer Law Office and ask about the book co-authored Elder Law Attorney Thorpe Facer did that. Protect your family. Don't write a blank check to the nursing home. We'll take another break. We'll come back. We've got just a few minutes left here towards the top of the hour. We're at 9.51. Glad you're along for the ride. It's been a fast hour. It always goes quickly. Glad you're with us on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Back on A Penny for Your Thoughts on this Tuesday. We're at 9.53, 27 degrees. I don't know if you saw this or not. Facebook not considered cool anymore by young Americans. The market research company eMarketer analyzed both the U.S. and U.K. adults, how they use social media. They found Facebook is still attracting more users in both countries, but the most people joining are age 55 and up. And they also expect about 6% of American Facebook users ages 18 to 24 to drop the social network sometime this year. And they expect that downward trend to continue among Facebook users age 25 through 2020. And the young folks are using Snapchat and Instagram. And I can tell you, I've got a daughter who's 20 and another one who just turned 18, and that is true. They uh, don't go on Facebook that much. It's Snapchat, Instagram. All right, back to the phones here at 954. Jim, good morning.
2: Yes, good morning,
7: Uh Brian, I got a couple questions. I don't know whether you could answer them or not, but uh, some, something to throw out there. Uh, I I know when I fill out my tax return and pay my taxes, I have to have a social security number. Now, uh, is I think that's true uh, for you know everybody. Mm-hmm. Now. How can, I mean, are these illegal immigrants, these DACAs and a whole bunch, are they getting, uh, you know, are they getting Social Security numbers? Because I keep hearing the, the how they're paying taxes and that. I'm sure they're going to pay taxes when they go down here to Walmart and buy a candy bar. They're going to pay, the, you know, tax on that.
1: Yeah, the sales but, tax, yeah.
7: Yeah, the sales tax. But all these... Uh, talking about how these people have been paying taxes and that I, I just I wonder how they could pay taxes if they don't have a social security number maybe they got
1: one yeah. but
7: I thought you had to be a citizen to get a social security number.
1: See you got me there and I should know that and I don't I, I don't know yeah. how that works that's kind of what well, I'm talking I'd about like
7: to, I'd... I'd like for someone maybe to call in or maybe you could research that uh, to yeah. see you know how these people are just uh, flooding the the government with taxes if they don't have a social security number i mean that's that's the way it you know worked for me and i'm i've been paying taxes since taxes was invented so (laughs) (laughs) so 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 you've
1: been paying for over 100 years huh yeah
7: yeah no i'm up i'm up there i'm an old man so okay uh, yeah so that's that's just what i mean i guess I hear Durbin saying how they've been paying taxes and all that all these years. I just want to know how they've been doing it. I mean, yeah.
1: so, hmm. I don't know. I don't you know, I don't know how that if, if there's another.
7: Has, he, he never says anything about that.
1: Or if there's another number you to, you use or what? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah.
7: Well, I, I I know Elizabeth is not going to ask him because she pours too much syrup all over him. So. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Thank That's you, Jim. It. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Good to hear from you. Next up is Brian. Hey, Brian.
8: Hey, Brian, how are you? Good, how are you? Well, not bad for an old guy. Yeah? Uh, <laughs> I, on this DACA stuff, about a month or so ago, in the news is that there was an article in there about a DACA dreamer graduating from the U of I or about to with a law degree. And uh, he was going to be an advocate lawyer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, you know, it was a pro-immigration, pro-DACA article. My question is, who paid for his education?
1: Well, if you're a state-funded university, right, it'd be everybody else.
8: Well, yeah, so i got mm-hmm. two sons, 15 and 13. If they want to go to the U of I, my wife and I are going to be in debt for the rest of our lives. And, of course, my sons will probably have to take out a college loan, which Obama nationalized the college loan. That's basically been federalized. They'll be in debt forever. So, so we'll pay. We'll be paying like crazy to, if I want my kids to go to the U of I. But this guy went and probably got paid for free.
1: Well, you don't know that, but...
8: I, I bet you if we research it, we can yeah. probably find it. Well... I mean, this is... I mean, how's he paying for it?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't remember the... I remember seeing the story. I don't remember the specifics, but...
8: Yeah, and, you know, the thing is, too, the DACA program is totally unconstitutional. It shouldn't even be there in the first place. It's... it's uh, Obama oversteps his executive authority. He's not supposed to do that. About a year before he did it, he even went around the country at different speeches saying he can't do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Then he did it, yep.
8: and the whole thing's unconstitutional.
1: Yeah, that's why. And wrong. then the and then it was uh, not extended by um, by Trump, or is not, probably not going to be by him because he says he doesn't have the authority to do it. Which is why we're he doesn't. We, yeah, which is why the Congress is trying to deal with it now.
8: Yeah, which mm-hmm. is where I belonged in the first place, to mm-hmm. Congress. And yeah. People got to remember, when Obama was in office, at one time, the, the Democrats held the Senate and the House and the White House. They had all three. They never did a thing about this. Well, one
1: m- missed opportunity.
8: Well, that or a political move. So. Mm-hmm. But thanks a
1: lot. All right. Hey, Brian, thank you. All right, don't don't forget check out Woods uh, Basement Systems. Since 1986, they've helped over 55,000 homeowners uh, protect your home investment. Get your free estimate from Woods Basement Systems and fix those basement and crawl space cracks once and for all. So check them out. They've won the Bitter Business uh, Bureau Torch Awards. They've done that. They're pretty proud of that. So make sure you visit them today. 888-935-4333 or WoodsBasementSystems.com. We got about less than a minute here, Mike. If you can be quick, go ahead.
7: I'll be quick. The uh, DACA people that uh, pay taxes pay them the same way a major league baseball player or an NBA player that is not a citizen would pay. They're issued a taxpayer identification number, and uh,
2: they pay taxes that way.
7: Yeah, that's so kind of what I
1: what funny. I what I thought. I couldn't think of the term for it, <laughs> and you just you helped me with it. So I I, I knew there was right. some kind of an ID number, but I couldn't remember what they called it. So. Okay.
4: Have a good day, Brian.
1: Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the help. We're at 9.59. We are approaching 10 o'clock. That's it for me today. On the Money is Next with the Rudy Wealth folks, so they'll be in the studio. I'll be back with you tomorrow from Bloomington, Indiana. We'll talk Valentine's Day and visit with Jim Dye tomorrow on A Penny for Your Thoughts. 10 o'clock, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. Have a great day.